When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. I'm Joe Reed. I have Emily Connolly with me, and we're talking, oh, surprise, audiobooks. Hi, Emily. Hi, Joe. So it's Wednesday. What's a good Wednesday listen? Well, today I have another brilliant fantasy audiobook from Rebecca Roanhorse. This is Fevered Star Between Earth and Sky, book two. And it's narrated by Christian Barrias, Daryl Dennis, Kara G, Nicole Lewis, and Sean Taylor Corbett. And it's a continuation of her series that started with Black Sun. A number of those narrators were also narrated Black Sun. That's right. Not all of them. There's actually a new character here and a new voice stepped in to voice one of the characters. But Kara, Nicole, and Sean are returned. Exactly. Yes. And I'm so glad they did. They did a marvelous job in the first book. And I was happy to continue the story here. It's definitely one where you'd want to start with the first book, of course. And they're telling the story from the perspectives of five different characters. So we're rotating through these voices and perspectives piecing together this story that's fantasy full of political upheaval and magic and lots of ambition. And it's all inspired by pre-Columbian societies. And how is the narration divvied up here? Each narrator is voicing a different character from a different point of view in the chapters section. So it's divided up. You're not hearing the narrator jump in and voicing their character. Right. That's what I was asking. Yeah. So we have Serapio, who's the character who's really at the heart of the story. At the end of Black Sun, he had set the city of Tova into chaos by killing a lot of people and getting it stuck in a perpetual eclipse. And now he's struggling to stay human. And Sean Taylor Corbett is narrating from that perspective. And he does such a great job with this real quiet intensity, but also, you know, pain and vulnerability that this character's feeling. And I think we can actually hear a bit of him narrating since we're talking about his point of view right now. This is from Sean Taylor Corbett narrating as Serapio, who's been injured and rescued, and he's waking in pain and remembering his past. All right. And this is from Favorite Star by Rebecca Roanhorse. Drink this. Someone lifted Serapio's head, and liquid touched his lips. Memories tumbled rootless and disordered, and he was twelve again, a clay cup sweet and cold in his hands, 
his mother smiling as she fed him poison. Her face morphed before him and became a skull, empty and leering. Her voice, the slap of running feet bound for flight. Panic welled in his chest, choking, suffocating. A primal urge to get away rolled through his body. The need to stop what he knew came next. He threw his arms wide, a shout on his tongue. A man cried out, startled, as Serapio knocked him away. He dimly registered that whoever had cried out was not his mother, but instinct gripped him now, and all he knew was that he must survive. He hurled himself forward, colliding with the man, but the stranger was quick. Powerful arms encircled him and rolled him to the ground. Only years of training kept Serapio from being pinned as he fought to stay off his back. Okay, I get that we have to listen to figure it out, but this is not sounding like a rescue to me. <laughs> well, in the first book, we found out that Serapio's mother really forced this destiny upon him to become the living avatar of the crow god. So he's sort of remembering when she harmed him and started him on that journey. So that's Serapio. So he's got a lot going on and everyone in this audiobook wants something from him. They want to use him as a weapon or destroy him for their own gains. And so we shift through these different points of view. I should say too, this is part two of three. So just as at the end of book one, I was left wondering like, oh my God, what happens next? Same thing here. I just can't wait to hear the next part of this story with all these characters. And so listeners beware, start with book one and don't expect resolution at the end of book two. And we're talking about Fevered Star by Rebecca Roanhorse. It's read by Christian Barillas, Daryl Dennis, Kara G, Nicole Lewis, and Sean Taylor Corbett. Emily, thanks so much. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, Joe. Today's episode of Behind the Mic is brought to you by Penguin Random House Audio, publisher of The Mist Connection, written by Denise Williams and read by Zenzi Williams and Jacoby Diem. Dive into this steamy novella where two strangers share a romantic night together and discover months later that they're professional rivals. The Misconnection is available everywhere audiobooks are sold. I'm Joe Reed. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>